0: Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today.
1: On another exciting entry of the Animation Deliberation podcast, we can all collectively just breathe out now, just together. One, two. (sighs) The battle is finally over. We're talking My Hero Academia. This episode, the final performance, and much more. Right after that, so you have no control over it.
0: Did your friend offer you a pick me up pill? If you take medication that didn't come from a pharmacy, it's important to test it for fentanyl. Fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Pick up a test strip at your local pharmacy today and protect yourself from
2: hidden fentanyl. Sing along if you know the words: a one, two, three, it's time for animation, deliberation, a conversation, and a celebration. Of our favorite action animated series,
1: yeah. Yeah, welcome back to another episode of Animation Deliberation, the podcast where we take action animation and cartoon seriously, but not too seriously. We are your hosts, I am Zuhaira Lee. My name is Jay Scotty St. Clair. And I am Andrew Rogers. And it is that time of the year, we've been riding a high of Anime October for three months now, and now the animes themselves are deciding that they need a break. They have raised our heartbeats too much, they have made us laugh too much, they have made us cry too much. So, we are going to talk about all of these, we are going to collectively just relax for a week before we get sucked up right back into this. We are going to start off with one bit of news about Near Automata from J. Scotty.
2: Yes, uh, just earlier today, Near Automata version 1A, as the anime is being referred to, has released another uh, just under a minute teaser for us, so... Still not uh, getting a ton of story details, but just kind of setting the atmosphere. And that's kind of fitting. Um, Having completed the game, um, anybody that has played the game, uh, I don't think it's spoilers to say you need to play through the game more than once to get different endings. So it'll be interesting to see how the anime tackles that. But the fact that they're calling it version 1A makes a lot more sense to me now having played the game. But I'm definitely still very excited for it. Still don't have a solid release date. Just know it's coming in January. So, keep your eyes out for that one.
1: January. We will not be short of any content, but we will no, be talking we about shan't. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. So, the rest of our news is kind of relevant to the stuff that we're going to talk. So, we're going to sprinkle it in as we go. So, we're going to go into our animated segment. As we just mentioned, there is a lot of stuff to talk about. So, we are going to give ourselves each one minute to talk about the shows that we really want to talk about. The first one we're going to kick it off with is Spy Family, episode 25, first content. If I'm not mistaken, this is their break, right? What do you mean their break? When they take a break for a couple? No, this is the end of the season, right? This is like their finale. Yeah, this was like a finale. Okay, because I remember seeing like to be continued at the end of it. And I was like, oh, they haven't put that before. All right, so the finale for Spy Family. Um, I was going to like boldly just say, hey, I'll take it away this time and then realize I did not set my clock. So Hmm. I'm just going to embarrass myself as I pull up my clock because I'm still determined to start off, even though I don't have too much to say. Um, filler, 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 filler. Your
3: ability to do fluff on this moment is just (laughs) incredibly impressive.
1: (laughs) Ability or lack thereof. All right, so like I said, I don't have too much to say about this episode, but the intensity of it was super fascinating. We got to see purely spy Lloyd. Like, I figure, like, a lot of these episodes have been in the, the Tom and Jerry sense where it's, like, two or three episodes within one episode, but this one was, like, full Lloyd. We did have a little bit of Anya doing her thing and, you know, helping out with the mission and stuff, but being able to see... Desmond for the first time and um you know Lloyd doing his thing about trying to get his intel and kiss up to him and just the psychology of like making sure he doesn't push too far and what's going on in his head reading the subtails, subtitles was a nightmare and a half from like what was in his head and what was coming out of his mouth um hmm. but overall really impressive episode and definitely excited for the next season
3: I'll take next go for it So, yeah, I totally agree with Zuhair. I don't have too much to say, but it felt like this was really the culmination of everything. It makes sense it was a finale. And, yeah, we got to see all of this emotion suddenly out of Damien and, you know, meeting his father, having the keychain actually play an integral part to the story. It was just all these little notes and Anya just continuing to be this... Forced to be reckoned with as she figures out how to get her father into, you know, the best situations. But yeah, more spy Lloyd is never going to be a problem. And I hope this is a trend we see going into. I don't know if the movie comes next or if season two comes next, but either way, it it was a nice wrap up to the season. I'm just still kind of hungry for more, unfortunately. But, you know, that's how it goes with shows like this.
1: I want to say it's movie and then show.
3: I th- I think that would make the
2: most sense, like, take advantage of the summer season.
3: Yeah, I just don't know if we've even confirmed whether or not the movie's canon. So mm. it might not even matter when the movie comes out if it's a non-canon thing. Be them on, like, on a summer vacation or something. I mean, I'm still going to love it. <laughs> yeah. Scoots, what you got?
2: Yeah. Discussing the series, we've talked about what is, what is the through line and certainly this min- this mission, Operation Strix. This is kind of like Andrew said, the culmination. He finally has the first contact with Donovan Desmond. And I – my only complaint really would be was the lack of Yore and Bond, especially mm-hmm. considering it was the finale. I would have liked to have a little bit more of them. But Donovan is definitely creepy. My heart kind of broke for Damien. Not only is his dad detached and a total jerk, but it seems like his brother – is a real douche as well. So yeah, um, nice to get a little bit of humor from Anya and and Becky. Nice to see their relationship continuing to flourish there. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with everything else that was said. It was nice to see Twilight in his element able to adapt, overcome, and manipulate the si- situation to his advantage. So definitely um, chomping at the bit to get some more. Hopefully we don't have to wait too long.
1: Yeah, that show is uh, definitely a delight for our weekends. It's a, it was a great offset for the trauma that My Hero Academia gave us. And yeah, season, I just can't stress enough like how much of a success season one was. It's, we're, we're very anxious for the next bit of it. All right, so I'm going to knock out Bleach real quick. So for that, um, I didn't say too much for last week either because it's kind of like a culmination of both. It's Ichigo's dad sharing the story of like his mother and how she's apparently a Quincy and why he had to give up being a Soul Reaper and all that good stuff. So it's fascinating background story. Um, as usual, like everything that this show has done is just really beautifully animated. It's great story building and kind of pushing towards what's coming next. And, you know, they wrapped it up with their cliffhanger. So the The tension has been set, and I feel like they're just going to go all in, just like how the season started. So that is it for Bleach. Um, who wants to kick it off with Chainsaw Man? Episode 12, Katana versus Chainsaw.
2: Uh, might as well follow suit with last week and kind of reverse the order here, so I will kick it off if that's cool. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. It was kind of sp- surprising. Again, I don't know if this was a season finale or just kind of like a mid-season break, but we definitely kind of reached an end with this um, antagonist that was, I'm, I'm terrible at remembering her name, but the, the girl that had both the ghost devil and the snake devil at this point, and just how quickly that whole issue got resolved was a little surprising to me. Uh, but it was great to see Aki kind of come to terms with Hemeno's death and that was kind of what allowed him to defeat the ghost devil so easily. I was a little disappointed that we didn't get to spend really any time with the fiends or the devils that were introduced in the last episode, especially the future devil. But uh, it was really nice to see Power, Denji, and Aki spend some some time outside of like the work that they do. And it seems like they're getting along
3: a little bit better. So uh, yeah, ready for more. I'll go next since I was in the middle. Yeah, it was... A really interesting finale. I think we wrapped up everything nicely, but it, it felt like I wanted more. That fight scene was so incredible that it was like, just keep giving me this. Give me a half hour of Katana and Chainsaw just going at it with each other but in the end we got so much of that character growth and development that you know them coming together to just kick this guy over and over and you know starting off is this what you know himino would want yeah it's what she would want let's take him down just having those character moments having them all get dinner together in the credits it was just so wholesome and so much fun which is a weird thing to say out of chainsaw man but yeah it's the end of the season and it's gonna be uh It's going to be a bit of a gap without something this gory, I think, uh, coming out of it. And I seed my last five seconds. Oh, man, right as I
1: started mine, you're wasting my five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can have
3: mine. (laughs) Jerk.
1: Yeah, so the x storyline, you know, it's incredible, like, how much we care about these characters within such a short period. Uh, As I mentioned, this was just episode 12. So to see that connection between how much he understands the ghost devil just through her and sharing that last cigarette and all the flashbacks of the two of them together again in 12 episodes. Like that's a character that's going to be like deeply missed. It sucks that you know, she got killed off so quick, but you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, his dynamic working with three devils now and everything between the chainsaw and the katana, as you guys already mentioned was super cool, especially how it got sliced up at the end. Like dang, was not ready for that. Um yeah. Fascinating show. Good break. We'll see what comes up next to it. But it kind of brings me into the bit of news that I wanted to sprinkle into Chainsaw Man, and that's that fans are petitioning to get a new director for Chainsaw Man. Well, ain't that we a kick in aren't the nuts? Ones... Yeah, right. <laughs> we aren't ones to read the manga because we don't want it spoiled. Because we're fans of the animation more than we're fans needed to know what happens next. And a part of the the reason that this article and this petition struck out to me is because like one of my, I don't want to say issue, but one of the things that kind of like bugs me sometimes is like the noir feel of it. And I justify it by saying, well, these action scenes can't be easy to animate. They need some stuff to just kind of relax. Maybe they want to spread it out longer. But I do feel like it does kind of drag on a bit from time to time. And that is kind of my downside to it. And that's a little bit of like what this petition is talking about. So what are y'all's thoughts on that?
2: Uh, before I go into my thoughts, I just wanted to clarify um, your thoughts there. Is, are you saying it's the the newer style or the noir style? Noir. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, for me, I... I I'm pretty confident that this is just one of those issues of a very vocal minority kind of making a stink because I think this show is a refreshing breath, uh, a breath of fresh air. And it's nice that it does something a little bit different and it's doing comedy, but it's doing comedy in a completely different tone than something like spy family. And it's got action in spades. I mean, you don't get action every single scene, but the, the moments that you do get action, it feels like it really counts and really has some weight to it. And yeah, I'm just thoroughly enjoying it. So um, again, I, I don't think that this petition is going to really hold
3: any any weight at all, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I generally want to say that everyone is welcome to their own opinion But this feels very like someone just trying to scream their opinion from a rooftop and say that they're right, because Mm -hmm. the petitions at like 2000 signatures, it's not like this is some huge like movement or anything like that. And I've heard a very mixed reviews, some manga readers have said it's accurate, some haven't. So I just really don't know what to make of this because It also cited in the petition that there was poor animation quality and forgettable music. And I was like, those are two things I heavily disagree with in terms of what this show has done. So it could just, like I said, be their opinion. It also feels like it could just very much be one of the, you know, simps saying you haven't done my waifus right. Because I've also seen people (sighs) that have complained that they censored uh, the one scene in the bar, In you know what a kiss tastes like episode, Um, yeah, (laughs) that was censored. Yeah, for people who haven't seen it, don't worry about it. But yeah, in the manga, it's not censored at all. Like you see the whole thing. So there's some people who were upset about that, and and it's just like I understand you're complaining that it may not be accurate to the source material, but necessarily saying oh it's bad because of that is a big thing and. Yeah, I don't know. I I have mixed feelings when it comes to those kinds of uh, issues, but I think it's interesting to at least have the conversation, especially for the three of us who haven't read the manga that are like, this is Mm -hmm. great. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, that fight scene alone at the end kind of just shows that, you know, some people are just like, what are you talking about? That was the only, I guess, kind of like stripe that I had with it. So I was curious on y'all's thoughts. If there was any like, validity to what you guys have seen in the in the social verse as always we like listening from we like hearing from the listeners as well so if you guys have any thoughts on this without any spoilers definitely write in before we wrap up our Anna minute we have one more mob psycho from andrew
3: yeah so i'm just gonna preface this and say mob psycho has completed over the weekend i finished everything that i had left of the season so this is going to be an Anna minute just about the season as a whole, as opposed to just any one singular episode. Um, Now that that's wrapped up. Timer. So yeah, Mob Psycho, it turned out that this was actually not only a season finale, but the last season of this show ever, and suddenly any of the complaints that I had earlier in the season just go away, because at first I felt that it was slow, and it didn't really have any direction, and it turned out that's exactly what it was. This season was a siren song for the anime, sending these characters to the ends of their stories, tying up any loose ends that we had left, and now looking back on that retrospectively, I love this as an addition to the story. It gave us so much more of these characters. It went in depth. Uh, as for Mob and the relationship that he had both with his powers, his brother, and Master Reagan finally coming into the light as one of the true great father figures of all of anime, it was just a lovely send-off for these characters, and knowing that they are all doing well at the end of the show is great, and it's nice to know I don't have to wait anymore. They're not teasing us with, oh, this might continue. It's just done. It's over, and it was a lovely way to complete this.
1: Sounds lovely. It 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 was. <laughs> I'm glad I waited because now I can know I can just watch it in its entirety and not have to worry about weekly stuff.
3: Yes, if anyone's looking for anything short, it's three thirteen episode seasons, so it's nothing crazy.
1: Nice. All right, so that is it for the anime minute this week. Uh, as usual, if there's something that you guys want to talk about or want to hear about, then write in on all of our socials or our email. If you have a number, shoot us a text. We don't care um and if you want to record your voice and send in a one minute snippet we'll be happy to play it so i got be timing you though your... yes we will be <laughs> i'll like literally just cut it off right just at the end because we right. <laughs> <laughs> we're jerks like that
3: um the difference is they get multiple takes we're doing it off the top every single time
1: <laughs> yeah. i know right Oh, where's the fun in that like even every time i write in like i just send them like all my mumbles i like, go with it you guys hear how good i am <laughs> killing time um,
2: <laughs> we work on but the anyways, system here
1: yeah right anyways we got one more bit of news before we move on to my hair academia apparently there's been a lot of reports of us having another another series coming up of avatar the last airbender and it is likely reported that we are hitting the next cycle of the Avatar, in which we'll be having our Earthbender again. What are y'all's thoughts on this?
3: I'm just excited that we're getting another show. Like, we talked a few months back that, hey, they're releasing four movies, which are still happening. The fact that they're giving us a show, and I think they said there's going to be about one season a year, just has me so excited to know that we're going to have this continuous flood of Of Avatar The Last Airbender content and another new Avatar, it's like, okay, it's sad because that means the previous Avatar has died, but we get a whole new cast of characters. What new creative animal hybrid are they going to give us? What does the future look (laughs) like now? Because it was such a huge jump to go from feudal Japan to the Industrial Revolution. Is the next step the future? Like, where do we go in terms of this time? So, I'm just super excited to know what this is. And I'm also super excited that when this show comes out in 2025, uh, we're going to be able to bring the lovely Jay Scotty through his first avatar cycle. Uh, So, yeah, what do you got, Scoots?
2: Yeah, you kind of set me up perfectly there. Again, it's it's one of those shows, like I know I have seen the majority of the episodes, but I just never committed the time to sit down and watch it from beginning to end. So if there's an excuse and an opportunity to do that, and do it for the show. Hey, sounds good to me. That's how we did Young Justice. So it will be fun to do that with another series.
1: I'm excited to go through all the books. We have plenty of uh, other podcasters from our (laughs) network and others that have been calling dibs on the books, like which ones that they want to hop onto. So that one's definitely going to be a big deal. We have a lot of stuff going on for that. I, I think I would be a little more bothered of the fact that we're going into the next cycle uh, if it wasn't for the fact that we're getting the other content in regards to the movies. Because, as you said, with it being like such a huge jump from feudal to industrial, I didn't really want to tackle more than that. Knowing that there were so many other good stories that still need to be told, it could still be expanded on a little bit. Um, primarily the Kiyoshi story because I absolutely love the books and I'm not saying that it has to be like those specific books have to be animated but for someone who lived that long like there's so much more that could be done so if it's the original creators and everything I trust every bit that they're going to do it but as excited as I am for new Avatar content this future storyline kind of brought it down just just a weensy teensy teensy bit
2: I just got the image of Squidward in that episode of Spongebob where he's like
3: future <laughs> future <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is the one problem. Talking about J. Scotty, (laughs) (laughs) the one problem with the future is also the fact that this means I have to pay for another streaming network because the Paramount Network is the ones producing this. So that means we're probably all going to have to pay for Paramount Plus. Uh. So Disney, you want to just buy that so I could just put it on Disney Plus? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Uh, That's it's that's probably only a matter of time. (laughs) It's the sad
2: reality, though.
1: Unfortunately, like Disney only Halo. Yeah. Oy. Oh, Oi. Disney only I Carly would be pretty interesting, but Halo. Hmm. All right. So if you guys are excited for Avatar, I'm just trying to give you guys any reason to write in because we love talking with you all. Uh, but let's move into My Hero Academia season six, episode thirteen, the final performance.
2: Okay, coming at you with the synopsis here. Mr. Compress recalls back to before the League's encounter with the Meta meta Liberation Army when they faced against the Creature Rejection Clan and Spinner voiced his doubts on Shigaraki's plan for their future. In the present, Compress uses his quirk on himself, mutilating his body but freeing himself from best genus grasp, allowing him to compress Spinner and Shigaraki and escape. He compresses Skeptic as well as Dabi, who retreated upon defeating Shoto due to Endeavor being unconscious. Revealing himself to be the great-grandson of the peerless thief Oji Harima, Compress frees Spinner and Shigaraki, sacrificing himself to let them flee. At the same time, Deku's head continues to pound away, which he realizes is the quirk of the fourth user of One for All. Danger Sense. Recalling Shigaraki's words about his hands giving him disgust and peace, Spinner puts his remaining one on his face, causing him to reawaken, unleashing a radio waves blast that knocks the heroes away. However, Spinner discovers that all-for-one has taken control of Shigaraki's body due to it being on the verge of breaking and had commanded the near-high-end Nomu to help them escape, leaving behind Compress, Toga, and Makia as punishment for Shigaraki's failure. The remaining heroes try to attack Shigaraki. They're all blasted away as the Nomu pick him up and and escape. As Deku attempts one last chance to stop him, he too is blasted away and told that they will meet again when his body is repaired. With destruction and chaos all over the battlefield, Deku thinks about even after all the terrible things Shigaraki do- has done, when he saw him being overpowered and taken over by All for One, he looked like someone who needed help.
1: Talk no Jutsu coming into play again. Yeah, uh, as I mentioned at the top, this is definitely like a big exhale because once mm-hmm. Compress started making his moves, it's like, oh my god, like how much further are we going to go on with this? But I'm quite relieved that it's just done now. I know the next few episodes are going to be a heartbreak because we're going to find out the severity of people's injuries. We're going to find out death counts. We're going to find out a lot of sad stuff, guys. <laughs> how do you feel about this episode and this this heartache finally being done?
2: Yeah, a lot happened in this episode and I thought it was interesting that they while it was the conclusion to the season they also used it as the opportunity to explain Compress's backstory and Spinner's backstory and I know on one of these casts we referred to Spinner as just like the ultimate side character so it was funny to me for Compress to be like it's it's you and Shigaraki, you are the the two stars here. I'm just a side character here. But um I did appreciate getting a little more insight into how they came to be um, apart, from that, oh, okay. uh, apart from that. okay. Apart from that, I, uh, I was on the edge of my seat when Shigaraki was reawakened. But like you said, it was like a big exhale when he, we were told that he was retreating and, uh, yeah, just to see that aftermath, the utter chaos of the cities and all the heroes kind of lying in ruin. Uh, has me pretty on edge. It looked like Mount Lady was like laying on the ground with like trees impaling various appendages. So,
1: uh, <laughs> just coming out of her butt cheeks. I was like, What is <laughs>
3: <air laughs> quotes <laughs> on appendages there. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that, was,
1: that was the funny moment in the severity of everything for me. I was just like, Seriously, guys? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Gallows oh. humor, maybe. Gallows humor.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree. It was a breath of fresh air. Like, it really was like, okay, it's over. We can breathe again. I don't think Shigaraki is going to be recovered anytime soon enough for him to be a immediate threat. So we have some time, but yeah, it was just crazy to see Deku get more quirks. I'm pretty sure he's turning into Spider-Man at this point. Like, I, I don't know how many more powers of his he's going to get, but at this point he can shoot webs out of his hands and he has spider sense. So I don't know where we're going to go but i i liked the backstory that we got for all of our villains but it felt so weirdly short-lived like compress had this amazing story that it was like okay he's triumphing over things he's a great thief he's going to save his friends only to literally be crushed moments later and called a side character like it was such this bizarre way to like this freedom of another villain like oh he's gonna turn into our next twice we're gonna care about him so much only for it to fall flat so it was an interesting approach but i am very intrigued to at least see where spinner's gonna go maybe he will finally take that star of the stage kind of uh approach as they were saying you know he might want
2: yeah with all this talk about compress i do have to say like i called it because I remember a couple of episodes ago. Yes, when we, he did. Yeah, there was that line from Compress about him coming from some kind of legacy. And I remember you guys mm-hmm. were like, oh, I think he was talking about Shigaraki. But again, maybe it fell a little flat in the great scheme of things. But he does yeah. have a familial legacy that he was referring to.
1: Yeah, when he said that, as I was watching, I was like, oh, yeah, Scoots mentioned that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But what, so, so like I said, and I've repeated every week, like as I was doing my rewatch, like I didn't make it to the, the my villain. Part of the arc towards the end of the last season mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i do remember that like that's when they were breaking down everybody's individual stories so with how like severe this whole scenario is i felt like this was a poor time to throw in his story like with spinner and compress and i'm sure you know you might agree or disagree but that was one of those things where it's like i was watching with my buddy too who doesn't watch the show and at one point i just screamed i don't fucking care Mm. i need to know what is happening with my guys right now like there's so much more that could be talked about so much more that's taken care of like i do not care about Compress's background i do not care about (laughs) spinner's background get back to the situation at hand like it was genuinely pissing me off like why are we watching this right now like i woke up early just to watch this before going out and doing this and that so i wouldn't get spoilers i'm just like come on get to the point this is the last episode before the break what are we doing here Hmm. so while yes it is important and this and that like compress had some pretty awesome moments like actually like breaking off pieces of his own body to like do his final performance he was so happy about but like we didn't need all of that there like that didn't add to how awesome his moment was it was cool because of like what we understood of him and what he was able to do so like that story either could have been put in the villain stuff or been safe for later i thought it was ill time putting it with this episode unless it just really needed to stretch out a few more minutes I, I just feel like it could have been done with anything else
3: yeah in all honesty that's kind of how i feel about this episode is what you said at the end This felt like we had to stretch from, okay, the fight is over to how do we get to the break? Like, this felt like a little bit of we're backfilling time. How do we do that? Because, yeah, I don't feel like we got enough of the fight. Like, the big epic fight was last episode. That was the final bouts was everyone else coming to blows, especially after, you know, the big revelations about uh, Dobby. So
1: Good lord, dude.
3: (laughs) What was that? You hit the arm of your mic
1: and my head just like shook.
3: (laughs) I didn't even realize I hit it unless I kicked something. Apologies. Oh, my ears
1: recognized it.
2: (laughs) No, sorry. But yeah,
3: with the big revelations about Dobby, there's just, it felt like there was so much that already happened and I think that's why it was just an exhale and I feel like we did have to fill for a bit. Because, yeah, we didn't even get that much like Les Millions back or any of those things that I think are coming very soon of like, OK, now we'll talk about it all.
1: I love the French touch on Le million. Les Millions.
3: Les million. Yeah. Well, <laughs> In my spe- head,
1: that's how it is. <laughs> I go through you. Huh-huh.
2: Well, speaking <laughs> of him, he can't catch a break because I don't know exactly where he was hit with uh, what's that quirk called again? Razor? Whatever. I, all, all I just want the
1: dark side one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, dark side it looked beast. like he got hit
2: right in the spine, and he like dropped instantly. Yeah. So it's like we just got him back, and it looks like he was taken out. But it's interesting that the the gripes with this episode are kind of like Zuhair. Yours are with you know Spinner and Compress, Com- Compress's backstory kind of being forced in there, and and kind of taking away from the momentum. And Andrew, you kind of like talking about like the previous episode kind of being a little more front loaded in terms of the action and the, and the payoff. But for me, if I have any like issues with the episode, it's kind of what I talked about with, it's kind of a double-edged sword because on the one hand, I was incredibly relieved to have Shigaraki all for one Shigaraki retreat. It just felt like he was winning at that point. So why would you retreat when you're like, you basically could have killed all the heroes there. It seemed like, and then even with Dobby, like it's it's pretty clear that his motivations are all centered around Endeavor. But he had showed up dead to rights and just decided to retreat because Endeavor wasn't there to witness it. Like those were the things where it was like the tension seemed to be ratcheting up again for me. And I found myself on the edge of the seat. And again, I was relieved when these things stopped happening. But it felt like more out of convenience rather than the way that the story was actually going. So.
3: Yeah, for sure. But we we got this whole, you know, okay, it's over. We're getting this breath of fresh air. D- should we go through the list? do you guys think that anyone didn't make it of you know that last montage where we're panning over the battlefield, we're panning over everyone? Was there anyone that you looked at in that moment like Jay Scotty, you said Mount lady looked like she was impaled. Do you think she's dead or did it just seem like okay, we're going over the grievous injuries?
1: Midnight's what uh, I'm most worried about. Yeah, yeah wasn't that her mask?
3: Ask. Yeah, wasn't that her mask that we saw?
1: Yeah, because yeah. she was alive and unable to move when all the villain, the, the villains the villains the villains the rest of this episode will be French um, <laughs> bad French geez yeah, very bad, very bad <laughs> practice and learn I guess um, I won't put you guys through that yeah, so the last bit of her that we saw was the villains approaching when she was seemed unable to move because she had been uh, beaten so bad from Gigantomachia and Dabi's mm. burning everyone. So I think I'm most worried about her in regards to everybody else. Um, Aizawa and Mirko are probably in the worst shape. Mount Lady and Kamui Woods and Edshot and endeavor are probably gonna make comebacks yeah I, I I think midnight's the only one that might be might not be with us anymore
3: yeah I think midnight and I think there's a possibility of gran Torino like I don't think he's dead now but it might be how does he recover from this does he have like the last conversations with all might before you know, they continue on in the story. I'm not quite sure. And I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't know who can continue. I think that's the other big question. Like, is Mirko down for the count or is Mirko about to get a bionic leg that oh, makes her stronger? Back. So <laughs> it, it was Energizer just her bunny. arm that
1: she lost, right? Right? <laughs> it Energizer wasn't it? her arm.
3: <laughs> Energizer score, but I thought it was her. She, her arm was like completely gone. Yeah, but I think yeah. one of her legs got like, really impaled. screwed up if i remember yeah. correctly yeah, yeah yeah yeah. she
1: definitely got impaled quite a bit but i feel like i feel like she's just gonna come back with one arm and Gran yeah. torino i feel like he's gonna be paralyzed or is just gonna retire because mm. him dying and giving his last words to all Might is too familiar to how night i died mm. so but i feel like they don't want to like put literally the exact same scenario
3: unless it's like oh all might makes a comeback oh wait hang on there's also the weird question of airy exists like how much power can airy output Ooh. to be able to heal anyone like i i kind of forgot That's we a have lot that pressure to put on a kid oh well, well, it is are we are we
2: talking about in terms of just the heroes or were you talking about even like all might getting his power back because i think once all for one's passed on it like he talked about how his power was diminishing as dekus was growing
3: Okay, because that was an interesting question I had to myself recently, actually, was why didn't, when Le Million lost his powers, All Might also pass on uh, One for All to Le Million and just have two All Mights going? I didn't know if they mm-hmm. had ever like addressed that, because it was very clear that they could both have the power at the same time. Because Deku was at the final fight where All Might used what was left of his power. But I couldn't remember if it was his power diminishing or because he was dying due to his injuries.
1: Mm. I think that's a plot hole they haven't quite explained yet. Well, I think they
2: kind of explained it like I said. like There was only a small window of time that they both were going to have. That as Deku grew in his confidence and his capability, All Might lost more and more uh but i did want to get back to like you know this, the status and the fates of some of these heroes it's funny because two of the heroes that i was the most concerned about just an episode ago with bakugo and endeavor by the end of this i feel a hell of a lot better about both of their chances especially like endeavor at one point he looked kind of like wide-eyed and down for the count but towards the end he had actually like raised himself and was able to witness um, I think it might have been like the radio blast when it blasted back everybody else. He kind of like looked up and embraced himself or something like that. But uh, one hero I can tell you for sure is not is not making it was Drillmaster.
1: Which one was that?
2: <laughs> he was he was the guy that was there with Blazin, and like the Nomu had like. L- Kind of like oh, put its mouth yeah. around his oh, midsection, god, and then yeah. he, no, he shot bye. through the brain. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was an attempt at humor, but you guys didn't remember who he was by
1: name. So. No, 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 yeah. Once once you explained it, because I was like, yeah. "Oh god, we're still losing minor characters right now, and I don't like it any more than I would a major character." Like,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh,
1: Endeavor Sidekick is gonna be traumatized forever. I mean, I'm sure all of them are, but like, yeah. her, her, just like. I want to call it performance, because obviously it's the voice actress's performance, but just the Mm -hmm. Endeavor, where are you, and we don't have comms, and what are we supposed to do, and we have to go in and do something, like, she just sounded and felt so hopeless throughout all of this, like, I feel kind of bad for her more than anybody else, because everybody else is kind of, like, stand up and take charge and do this and do that, where she was just kind of like, what is happening? Like, I'm a sidekick for a reason.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. She was really thrust into that role by everyone else being like, you're second in command to Endeavor's agency. Uh, how do we help you? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Trying to deal with the gnomus mm-hmm. and still figure out how to help. and Yeah. Whew. I feel bad for her. I still don't remember her name. Blazin. Ah, thanks.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they said it at the beginning of the episode and I took note and I was like, ah, yes, okay, we'll have to remember that instead of just referring to her as Endeavor's sidekick for the entirety of the season where she's a big part.
1: (laughs) Right. I feel like Hawks' recovery should be pretty simple. I feel like he just has to, like, deal with Uh. the burns and then the feathers might just grow back.
3: He might be on the list of, like, if it's burned at the base, do the feathers grow back? I I don't know.
1: That's where the whole, like, Quirks being genetic makes it interesting. I don't know. I, I feel like he's gonna come back.
3: I mean, I hope so. I We did not get enough of Hawks as a mm-hmm. fledgling, no pun intended, fledgling character who is just full on fighting all the time. We got a lot of dialogue from him over the seasons of him being a spy, but like we didn't get to see enough of him fighting. We got plenty, but I, I want more in a very selfish manner.
1: Speaking of spy, he does look like a scruffy Lloyd, doesn't he?
3: A little bit, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> You scruffy looking
1: Lloyd Forger. <laughs> you scruffy looking. <laughs>
2: Who you
3: calling
1: scruffy? <laughs> All right, uh, so how much of Deku's powers have we seen now? So obviously, there's a stockpiling quirk from the original. Now we have like the danger, the spidey senses. That's two. Mm-hmm. We have All Might's strength. We have Black Whip. Mm-hmm. And then we have floating.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Well, was somebody's strength, if not All Might's.
3: Well, wasn't all my quirkless, or am I making? Yeah, up?
1: that's why I'm trying to wonder. That's why I'm thinking now, like whose quirk was that?
3: Uh, I think the the strength is the stockpiling. It just gets
2: stronger and stronger,
3: right? Well, it don't they call it superpower, or is that just them making up a term for it? I don't yeah. want to Google this right now because I'm worried it's going to tell me what all the quirks are. So I'm just going to let this one sit into the ether and see if yeah. that's unknown quantity or not sure sure i think that's a good approach i feel like i've stumbled onto too many things on the my hero wiki it's too easy to stumble into the traps Mm. Mm -hmm. but yeah we've gotten i we have still what two or or three or four left to find out
1: one two three four five six seven eight
2: yeah, because he's yeah, the ninth he's user, the ninth. right? And we've yeah.
1: seen, I guess, four, if the strength doesn't count as one of them.
2: I, in my opinion, the strength does count as one of them.
1: But whose was it?
2: I think it was the original one
3: for all. I think the strength is the stockpiling. That, that's my interpretation, but at the same time, we saw him being so weak before. I don't know.
2: Well, who Who being so weak before? The original user. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like he was originally given the stockpiling quirk, but it had only begun at that point, so he didn't. There was no strength behind it. But as he passed it on, it created more and more strength with every every user. Because, like, I even can... like Nana Sh- Shimura compared to All Might,
3: it, I don't know. That's that's my interpretation. No, I can buy into that. I'm. Yeah. I'm willing to stand behind that uh, interpretation as well. Yeah.
2: One last kind of question for me. And I, and I think that's all I really have to say about the episode, unless you guys bring up something more interesting to speculate about though. But with Machia, like being abandoned, like how the hell are they going to detain him? Or is he just going to go back to like his, like without orders, like just sit there like a
3: lump? I I presume it's that he goes back to without orders because he was, you know, he got all the way to Shigaraki and then stopped like, Oh, okay. We're Mm. here now. Like until he had another order. So I'm curious if we have a hero whose quirk is cotton balls or something that we can put in his ears. So he doesn't hear any more (laughs) orders or, you know, how, how we're going to approach that as a situation. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping this is a power reset for the villains. Like, put them back down at the bottom don't let them come back in full force like it really has to be them yeah cobbling things back together because I don't I don't know if my stress levels can handle another full-on war like this because this was honestly I don't know about either of you far and away more intense than I thought we were gonna get this season like I knew it was gonna be a lot I don't think I thought it was gonna be this much.
1: I was excited that I thought I came up with the solution and debuffed it in the time that you were still talking.
3: That's where the monologues help. It, it lets you really think about <laughs> Does it what help? you gotta say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because I was
1: thinking about the dude who um, whose quirk who's is his voice, like, just gets people to do things. Um, but then I was like, the person has to respond, which I can't tell you. Uh,
2: Shin- or- Shinzo? Yeah. My turn I'm to sh-
3: remember Shinzo the name. could control <laughs> him. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah.
2: No, I, I think in retrospect, my reaction to this season, I, I think of Ron Burgundy. Just, well, that escalated quickly. And it really did. Like, it just like <laughs> started with a quiet beginning and just boom, off to the races. Like remember how
1: excited we were that Kaminari was like absorbing lightning. It's like, all right, (laughs) this is a great
3: way to end an episode. It's like, oh, God, (laughs) what is happiness? Oh, my God. You saying Ron Burgundy, all I can think of is the Anchorman fight scenes, like just more groups of people (laughs) coming in to be like, we're going to fight ESPN Uh, here to save the day. Like what? (laughs) Just those groups of heroes or villains, however you want to categorize them. But yeah, no, it it was so intense.
1: Such a good season. I'm I'm worried it's gonna be like what the airy retrieval arc was, where like it felt so long because I had to wait every week for three months that when I rewatched it I was like, man, that was short. Mm. But with how much I do love the dub of the show, I am gonna I'm gonna rewatch it in all the spare time I have coming up in a week.
3: Honestly, it didn't feel that long to me. It felt so like if I think about what happened, this feels like it was so short, like it was not the beginning of October. We started this. It was like a month ago, if that it just felt like it kept coming and coming and coming. But yeah, I mean, we talk about speculation and how long we're going to have to wait to find out answers. Uh, We found out how long this break is uh, the day the episode dropped and it
1: yeah. yep our last bit of news is that we are going to have part 2 of this on January 7th. I as I mentioned I feel like it's going to be a lot of dealing with the ramifications of everything that's happened and just kind of seeing the the downfall of everything. There was a word did not come to my head in time. Apologies. Like a
2: in memoriam or something like that.
1: Kind of. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like we're going to get this and then go back to school and go back to learning and stuff. But like, how does anybody just go back to school after that? Especially if it might be a teacher short. Mm. Time to do Uh, math. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I'm very happy that they were very open about when this is picking back up. And we're not just sitting here twiddling our thumbs like, when's this happening? Is this going to pop up on my feed one day or do we have actual dates? So enjoy your week of exhaling and inhaling and exhaling (laughs) as we prepare for Bad Batch. Mm -hmm. We're getting back to Star Wars stuff, folks. Indeed, indeed. Like we
2: said at the beginning, January, it's chock full of animated content.
1: Mm -hmm. It's like handing off of a lot of gauntlets. Like we're going from Spy Family to Bad Batch we're going to go like from this into attack on Titan and then someone's going to pass it off to Jujutsu Kaisen. Like everything's lined up very nicely.
2: Yeah. Well, I I think that's fitting with, you know, the new year starting and on that note, talking about all these things coming in January, I feel like this is a good time to remind the listeners that we've got the next time we record will be for our new year's special. So we've put the call out there on social media, but please let us know what were your favorite moments back in 2022 Um, highlights that maybe we didn't cover on the show that we should go back and revisit as well as what you're looking forward to in 2023. I definitely want to include you all in that conversation when we did it the previous year. um, It was one of the best episodes because we had so much interaction with you all.
1: So it was your favorite animated content from this year, what you're looking most forward to. And I think Andrew added favorite character and favorite moment.
3: Uh, I had, so you can find all of what I'm talking about right this moment on our social medias. I have it posted on our Instagram and Facebook stories. If it is past 24 hours, just go to our Instagram profile and click the 2022 finale, like story bubble. And you'll be able to see this. Uh, I just threw these questions out there. You can answer them on social media or via our DMS or, uh, email us to the answers to these questions. I threw up Your favorite show from 2022, your favorite movie from 2022, uh, your favorite new introduced character 2022, had to throw a little new spice in there, Uh, what you're looking forward to in 2023, and as always, we just love to hear uh, what is your Mount Rushmore, it can be your 2022 Mount Rushmore, your Mount Rushmore in general, and also if you just want to say, oh this thing has made it to my mount rushmore. I would love to hear if someone is like, "Oh, a show has totally changed my life uh in 2022 and it is now top tier." So yeah, those were just the general questions and then as always, any other feedback you are welcome to send to us if you're like, "Hey, I would love it if you did a tier list episode of, you know, these animes or these characters or you know something random if you had thoughts of how we could change the show any other shows you want us to cover uh you know we're welcome to any feedback Zuhair's looking at me so confused because I'm just making things up that you guys can send to us in nonny uh in any sense but oh <laughs> gone okay now i'm, I'm yet confused. going completely confused. off the rails with that one but all of my hunter hunter fans just had a chuckle no we don't have rails because we're a boat we are a boat that is we're bailing out water we as eventually we get to our
1: we eventually get to <laughs> our destination but we got to keep an eye on the wind and well, we drift apart and this happens and sometimes we spin around in circles and
2: when the boat's singing, what do you need to do to the holes? You need to plug them up. So do we have any
1: additional plugs? Now's the time. I thought you said singing and I was like why would the boat be singing? Is it singing sea shanties? in the
3: rain? <laughs> as I was about to go into sh- sea shanty mode, we really are off the rails with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: spoiler, my Mount Rushmore stands as is. Um, 3 2 three with Reed Murphy hopping on there. Every week, as long as the commanders are playing, hopefully, we get into playoffs and talk a little bit more. Oh my god, has it been funny on there lately? Uh, I will be hopping on source pages to do their end of year thing as I did last year, so be sure to check that out. Um, Fantasy hero captains, keep an eye out for your emails because the draft is going to be happening soon. And that is it for 2022 from Zoo. All right. Jay Scotty, you got anything else going on?
2: I uh, will just uh, mention uh, the Shrek franchise had its first theatrical release in 11 years with Puss in Boots, the last witch, <laughs> which was a movie that I had zero expectations for. And all I have to say is that movie was better than it had any right to be. So if you've seen it, you want to go check out the little review that I did. And I would just encourage everybody like go see that movie, go support that movie because it is
3: really good and i would love to see that movie do well well go especially go support that movie because it teased a possible another movie that could happen at the end and we want to make sure this gets enough money to make that other movie happen Uh, i don't want to (laughs) spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it but i also saw it and was like, so happily surprised with how much fun that I had with it. So, we may talk about more in the wrap up of 2022 as we talk about movies, but at the very least, two of us saw it and we're not anticipating that. So, I don't know what you should take from that, I guess. Jiminy Cricket. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
2: Mm.
1: Anya, still confused. Gong. <laughs> oh! <Boreful. laughs> I was right. how she looks at Becky with like the really narrow eyes, like, huh? Eh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. That's T O O N I N.
1: Have a plus ultra New Year's, and as always, stay whelmed.
3: Until the next season, muscle, muscle.
1: Thank you for listening to the Animation Deliberation Podcast, a proud member of the Panda Network. If you would like to contact us, you can email animationdeliberationpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at animationdelib1. For this and other great shows, you can visit strandapanda.com or join the great community that is the Panda Chat Facebook group at facebook.com groups svchat. Tune in next time, and remember, stay whelmed.
0: Are you one of the 1.5 million Georgians without health insurance? Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov to connect with the resources to find affordable private and public health care options. You may be eligible for financial assistance programs, including Medicaid and peach care for kids. Even healthy people need coverage. An unexpected medical emergency can hurt you and your wallet. Open enrollment for health insurance plans ends January 15th, so don't wait. Visit GeorgiaAccess.gov today.
3: Feeling
0: stuck when it comes to writing? Jasper is an AI writing assistant that helps you break through writer's block Create blogs, social content, add variations, really anything you can imagine,
3: much faster than you would on your own. With Jasper's
0: Text-to-Image Generator, you can even create original art. Convey your best ideas better and faster with Jasper. No more blank pages or unfinished pieces. Try Jasper for free at jasper.ai today.